Hawks Audio. So, Aux Populi, episode 20. This week it's a pod crossover as I have Ashley Grant, artist and host of the podcast Ghost Stories. Since her first appearance on this show, when it was called Something Different, Ashley has since premiered a lot of her art at several showcases in and around Chicago. Her next show is coming up at Metropolitan Brewery for their holiday arts and crafts show on Sunday, December 8th. You can also hear Ashley's show Ghost Stories through Aux Audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, and most podcasts podcast apps. Both her art and her podcast are available on social media on Facebook and Instagram. For her art, it's Ashley Smashley Art, and for the show, it's Ghost Stories Show. And now help me welcome my 20th guest, artist, podcast host, and really good friend, Ashley Grant. Um purpose of art um to make you feel something it's i don't know why you have to ask me something like that right like in the beginning right now. <laughs> i'm not gonna build to that. <laughs> that's a hard first question well we got time um i think yeah the purpose of any form of art is to make the viewer listener feel something or basically relate to something. Um, so the purpose of art is for the consumer and not so much the artist or the audience, I should say. I think it's both, you know, because whoever's creating the art, there's a, a process and a relationship that that person has with whatever they're doing, whatever they're creating. Um, what was the first work of art that made you happy? The first work of art. Oh, God. Um. Sorry to hit you with all the really tough questions right off the bat. <laughs> Hold on, I have to dig for that. Um. Typically when I ask this, because when I first wrote the new set of questions, it was when I was mostly interviewing musicians. So the... This is new for you specifically, but I typically ask, what was the first song that made you happy? Is that easier for you? <laughs> um, no, but I can answer that. What, it, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like... I can't answer that, but I have an answer for you. Okay, wait. So I'll do both. So we'll do... <laughs> This is going to be terrible. I'm so sorry. You have to edit all this stuff. Um, wow. One of... I, I used to... I guess... Um, <laughs> there's a song from Sesame Street. <laughs> that Keep going. I'm going. Um, God, what was it? And I used to always, like, get happy. Like listening to it. I think it was about like eating your vegetables or something. Um, eating man. And I always sing it. Like I sing it like randomly and now I can't remember what it is, but it's about like eating vegetables and fruits. Oh man. 
It'll it'll come to me. It'll come to me like towards the end of this interview, probably. As long as you remember it. it, Yeah, as long as you remember it during the recording, that's fine. Okay. Is it awkward recording this in your car? (laughs) Yes. We were supposed to record this when we recorded your episode of Ghost Stories at the Congress Mm -hmm. with Nino, but that recording went pretty late, and I eventually looked at the clock and said, I have to be on the last train out of Chicago. So So now we're here. Yes. In a car. In a car. By the Jefferson Blue Line stop. And I think we're underneath the path of, you know, the planes going to O'Hare, so. So it's a good environment. Yeah. Um... What was the first work of art or song that made you cry? Um. Something by like brand new or. <laughs> you know what song? Um, I think the Mister Rogers song like always got me really emotional. I don't know why. Why? Oh, you just said you don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I have to know. Um, I don't know. Like, now, even more so, obviously, because, you know, he's gone. And it's, like, just a sad thing to watch. This is a dead man's song. (laughs) And when he feeds his fish and stuff, like... He had fish? Mm Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? Yeah. I don't remember a lot, I guess. Don't look at me like that. I mean, oh, you heard of Mr. Rogers before. He was cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, I don't know why I got emotional with that song. There were songs, like, on Barney, too, that I would get, like, emotional about. As a child? Yeah. Were you just, like, an emotional child? I mean, I wasn't crying all the time, but... Just when Barney and Mr. Rogers was on. <laughs> there is it was a... an emotional upheaval for you. <laughs> um, there was a song on, on Barney that used to... That you're not going to be able to remember me... the name of it. Yeah, I do. Hold on. Uh, I used to get not like... I wouldn't cry about it, but I would get like scared about it. And it was about strangers. There's a song about strangers, and it's like, um, hold on, I know the lyrics to this one. Uh, Hit me with them. Hold on. Uh, Holding. <laughs> oh, it was like, uh, never talk to strangers. That's very good advice. Um, it's a quick something song. Something about, <laughs> hold on. Because, um, oh, because you, you just don't know if they're good or bad even though they may seem nice don't get in their car and then like the kids would be like no no and then it was like <laughs> don't take anything from them and they would say no no also and then just turn around and walk away go back and tell a grown up friend and every time that song came on it was like just like scary it was like like it taught me like, You've never you can't. had a weird interaction with a stranger, anybody offer you any candy or anything? 
Well, yeah, but I mean, like that song, like it was, it was like drilled into my head, mm. like. But was that advice helpful? Yeah. You? Okay. Because I mean, Barney was a big influence. Uh, Name some other ways he influenced you. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think that the, what was cool about that show is that you always felt special <laughs> or something. I don't know. I don't know why we're talking about Marty. <laughs> it's called a tangent. Oh, God. Um, you said you wanted to learn how to host from me. <laughs> Lesson number one. Man. Accept all tangents. <clears throat> That's how you bulk out an episode. Otherwise, most interviews would be 15 minutes long. That's true. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready for the next question? Sure. It's a big one. These other ones were big, too. You, you, you've experienced nothing. You just wait until I say this next thing. Okay. Are you holding on? I'm, I'm holding on to my steering wheel. Relevant. <clears throat> what do you fear most in your personal life, and what do you fear most in your creative life? Mm. Um, in my personal life. Uh, like, I just, I don't know, losing, like, the, like, people that are close to me the most, like, the closest people to me, like, I don't have a very big family, um, so that's, like, a fear, like, a big fear is, like, especially since I work at a funeral home and it's just, like, the, 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 so, for instance, like, <clears throat> there's, like, a weird pattern that always happens. Um, we just had, like, a family that lost somebody two months ago, and now the mom of that person just passed away, too. And it's, like, a constant thing. So I get scared because I have such a small family that someone will pass away and then somebody else right after. Oh, so you're, you're worried about actually losing people, oh, not yeah. just drifting apart from people. No, yeah. Huh. Well, I mean, that makes sense considering you were just around death all day, almost every day. Mm -hmm. Do you have a fear of losing touch with people? Um, or are you fine with that? I mean, I'm not fine with it, but it's something that I've accepted over, like, growing up, you know. Why? Because it happens so often. People get busy. People have changes in their life and then you know um slowly people drift apart you know so it's just something that happens it's just something that happens and it, it sucks of course um especially with like close friends and stuff um and then one day you're just like you know you barely text them anymore and then sometimes it's like you'll see them on like Facebook or Instagram, they'll like a photo of yours or something, but there's no, like, interaction, mm. you know. Do you think that working in the funeral industry makes you, your heart more open to being hurt by death or more closed off to it? Mm. Good question. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think uh, more open. So it's easier to be hurt by the concept of death. Where do you think that is? I don't know. Do you want to think about that one more and get back to me at a later date? You want to do that in our third interview together? Sure. Okay. <laughs> wow, this third interview is going to be great. We're going to find out why the answer to that question. We're going to find out what song you were talking about at the beginning. What The, oh, the yeah. one about the vegetables or whatever. God. That one made you... Was it made you happier or sad or... That one made me happy. Okay. Yeah, no. Do you still have such a positive relationship with vegetables because of that? <laughs> I think I try more vegetables because of that. <laughs> you know, like I was always scared to like um, try like, Brussels sprouts. And, and like they're stuff. great. Oh, they're fantastic. And you do that by roasting them salt and pepper. Um, and like garlic and butter. What was the last new thing you tried? The last new thing I tried? Um, I made a, a corn casserole thing. I mean, obviously I've tried corn, but <laughs> <laughs> there was, I mean, it was a new recipe um, that I, because usually like during the holidays, I'll try like one or two new things out. So that was Thanksgiving um, this year. It was Thanksgiving, and I made this corn casserole thing that had a lot of butter in it and um, some, like, what else was it? It was, like, sharp white cheddar cheese and regular cheddar cheese and then, like, cream cheese. <laughs> it's not a cheese. Um, and looking at the photo of it, when I was, like, looking at the recipe, it looks gross. So I wanted to ch check it out, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, and it was it was delicious. Corn is corn is like my new favorite thing right now. That's <laughs> that's a uh, top of my list right now for foods. <laughs> What's your biggest fear in your creative life? <clears throat> probably um getting well getting too busy with other things to be creative um because there was a i mean there was a long stretch of time where i stopped like painting and drawing and everything this was recently right mm -hmm. um yeah i i don't even know um I can't recall how long that was. It was a long time, and I just did not... I had, like, tons of art supplies and everything, and I just didn't... Um, it was in between shows, though, so you had time to get ready again. No, I mean, like, bef like before. Like, like uh, it's a year ago. Oh. You know, like, I didn't... <clears throat> I, I, there was probably a span of, like, two years or something where I just didn't... So you just sat really? with your supplies. I mean... Looking at them, much like I look at all the books on my bookshelf that I'll never read. I own them. Will I ever read them? I guess so. <laughs> um. If you find it hard to agree with me on that, you don't have to. You're not obligated to. Um, no, like, I... 
would get the, like, I would have the want to draw something or whatever and then get frustrated immediately and, like, stop. And then just, I, I don't know. What kept stopping you? I, I don't know. Like, I just didn't feel like anything that I was creating was good. And I... So you were too inside your own head about it. That, and I also didn't look into... Um, like learning new things. Like I didn't learn, like I didn't look into like um, learning new techniques or, you know, you things just you wanted can do. to create just, without having to. Yeah. I was it. really rusty and I just, I don't know. When did that stop? Um, <clears throat> like when did I get back into whatever um yeah whatever whatever <laughs> art stuff i mean i kind of went hammers this year it was it <laughs> 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 uh, um i kind of like went for everything kind of right after like our interview Back in, what was that, April, May? Like May. Neither of us really remember when that was. It was sometime. Okay. Well, why did you end up getting back into the swing of it right after then? Um, for some reason I felt motivated. I can't, like, I felt motivated um, to learn stuff, I guess. And I don't know if <clears throat> it was because I was looking at other people doing things and wanting to try some of their techniques or whatever it was and then yeah I kind of decided you know I wanted to I really wanted to do a mural which I still have not freaking done and yeah I whatever um i told you you should start that business where you paint custom murals in people's homes i know that's where's the progress on that suggestion <laughs> where's the progress in all the movies i've recommended <laughs> where's the progress ashley i watched some of the some films you've i'm t i'm i'm busy mm. okay with what? With work and school and art. And now so back to sewing. I'm sewing again. I don't know. Cats. Throwing shoes at cats. <laughs> would you deny? <laughs> Why would you have thrown your shoe at your cat the other night? Just if, to estimate. Um... Because you were out, you were at a little party last night. You're feeling a little sleepy today. <laughs> um, is this sleepy. correct? To... Sleepy is the word. Why don't you say what happened? Oh man, you know I. So I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure I did not throw my shoe at my cat. Um, but my cat does this thing, and it's like Geppetto does this thing where he'll go into the bathroom and start dragging all the dirty clothes out of the hamper across the house and it's awful because he's weird about it like he'll drag 
<laughs> as opposed to being like neat about it or <laughs> is weird about it. No, like he'll pull it all out, like whatever clothes, and then like yell at it, like yell at the clothes. That I see what you mean wore. there. And then what do you mean? Well, you just said you, you see what I mean. Well, I see what you mean now about him being weird about it. I still don't understand what you mean by he yells at the clothes. He just makes a like a weird noise <laughs> at the clothes, and then he'll like walk away. But like all the clothes will be everywhere. And then my other cat Elysium, well, she's just got some issues, and she'll she likes to pee on things that are soft. So, there's my clothes on the floor. Oh, so one drags the clothes out. The yeah, it's other... like a tag team thing. It's a tag team thing. Uh, when I was down in Ottawa a couple weeks ago to visit my friends Trevor and Anna Claire, uh, they have two cats, Pepper and uh, Simba. During the night, Simba, he'll start, he has a favorite pillow. And he will begin a process of lovemaking with this pillow that is very vocal. And it's not a sound I've heard an animal or a person make before. So what I ended up doing, it was an unusual sound. It was foreign to me. So I, I turned on the voice recorder on my phone and I fell asleep and I ended up recording four and a half hours of me sleeping just because I was trying to get this cat fucking sound <laughs> captured. Why? What were you going to use it for? You know, now that I say it out loud, I... <laughs> it's still on my phone. If you want to listen to, you know, a half hour of me sleeping. It's so weird. Just to see, like, if I say anything or... Or if you snore. Did you consider that when, uh, when, when you recorded at the Congress Hotel the night you slept over there? To just like let the recorder. I did, um, but then I forgot. Yeah. So you just fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, because we were up. Well, I left. Around like maybe like eleven thirty or something like that to try and get back to the Ogilvy for the the last train of the night, and then I just assumed you were going to be wandering the halls until about <laughs> you know four a.m. And what what happened after I left? <laughs> I ate some junk food and <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The, I I should have. Probably. I mean, I wouldn't mind going back anyway. You want to do a part two? Well, you you want to do a part two with a couple different locations. Yeah, well, for Graceland, I have to just mm -hmm. because of the mysterious mm. audio stuff going missing. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't mind. I mean, walking around the hallways because I went on the fourth floor um, at the Congress, and that was very weird. Um, but then going to the twelfth floor was just. Uh, it just was so creepy. It was really creepy. We'll get into that more in a sec. Mm -hmm. But since the first time I interviewed you back earlier in the year, whenever that was, you have started showcasing your art. Yeah. 
Um, and your first show was that one at Metro? Mm-hmm, the Raw Artist uh, Showcase thing. It was September 4th? 4th something like Okay. <laughs> Not something like that. Exactly like that. That was so much fun. That was a lot of fun. That was scary, too. Well, because uh, right after I interviewed you, you... you I don't think you had any plans on doing anything like that. Still don't have a website, do you? I don't. Okay. Where's the, what's the progress on that? I'm just really bad with stuff like that. Okay. Um, how did you, or when did you then, after our interview, decide, okay, I'm going to like apply for these shows, or what's the process for, for getting into these shows or being part of them? Well, for Raw Artists, I saw like an ad thing having on Instagram and then I was like oh that seems kind of cool I didn't really like, read up on it or anything like that but one of my friends um she sent me like the link like randomly and she's just like I think you should apply to this and I like I was just like there's no way like I can get like, accepted into doing like a big event like this this is you know whatever um but I put together, like, you know, a bunch of my stuff, uh, a bunch of my work, and um, a little, like, art bio thing, <clears throat> and submitted it, and... Um, Was that the bio I edited? Yeah, but, like, the, <laughs> it was a terrible bio, like, but... <laughs> not after I... Well, not after that, but, like, the first one that I submitted wasn't the one that you helped me with. Oh, was that the one for the next show? Where you're like, could you please help me with this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, but, yeah, they, like, accepted my stuff. And that was really exciting um, to get an email back, like, for that. <laughs> um... You're a little, little punch drunk right now, aren't you? <laughs> All you're doing is smiling. That doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help um, this show. <laughs> um, no, but that was that was that was really cool, and I kind of it was like a that kind of validated a lot of things for me. Um, that I was kind of a decent artist. <laughs> I felt like I could I could do other things like hey I got into this thing and you know I could probably look for other things so that's when I started looking like on um uh like call for artist pages and stuff like that um and uh the raw artist things it's a cool event so what was next after that was that the um, Milwaukee show um yeah, what is the Milwaukee show? Oh my gosh. I have a terrible memory. Um, you know, yeah, this. I know. Yeah, I think it was the Milwaukee show that, uh, and they, and that was cool because, so after the Raw Artist show, <clears throat> I got a random email from this one woman from, uh, like this radio station in Milwaukee, and she was going through a bunch of, um, uh, like artist pages on the raw artist website and that's how she came across me and then she's just oh like, you got pulled up on that from your first show yeah I was just like hey <laughs> all right um <laughs> but uh yeah she she like kind of hit me up and I like looked into the show and stuff and um it was like a it's a two it was a two-day event and 
Um, that was a lot of fun. Um, it was kind of set up like the like the raw artist thing. So you have like you know a whole collection of people um, showing their work, and then there was like some music acts and stuff going on too. Um, it was a. It took a lot out of me though. Like a two day show. <laughs> like took I don't know. Took a lot out of you. Took a lot out of me. I was exhausted by the end of it. Um, Cause you know you're just like standing there and mingling and talking to people, talking which I know people. you love. Oh man. Yeah, I love to talk to people. Are you loving this right now? <laughs> uh, the first time when I was going to interview you, when I first reached out to you randomly on Instagram, your response back to me was, I don't know if I'm interesting enough <laughs> to interview. And so you you shut you almost shut this whole thing down and and if you hadn't done that i mean like what would be going on now you wouldn't be doing your podcast now that's true yeah and i was really i was gonna not do the show with you like i was like really nervous you were gonna back out at like the last second no like i like thinking about it i was just like there's i can't sit and talk with somebody about myself <laughs> it's just no it's gonna be so boring um, we ended up talking about ghosts and a 12 foot horse i know i still have not listened to that episode um <laughs> i remember the conversation but i still don't listen to the episode i don't know why i just i don't like the sound of my voice but now i have now i'm forced to listen to it you know obviously but i still haven't listened to that A episode. little bit. I think mostly Isabella is being forced to listen to your voice. <laughs> she is. Do you listen through the entirety of your recordings before you send it over? <clears throat> yeah. Why? Because I have to. Because you're the only one that'll be able to pick out EVPs? No. Um, but I mean, I think it makes things... It, like it's fun for me to catch things obviously um <laughs> it's fun for me to listen back and and see what's there you know and if there is something there it's like hooray <laughs> you thing with your arms yeah <laughs> <laughs> the little air punches all the strength i have today yeah <laughs> You're you're basically asleep right now. <laughs> no. Hmm. So you've had a show since that first one, probably once or twice a month since September, right? You haven't not had a month where you've had to do something. Like it was Raw Artists in September, Milwaukee in October. Did you have like that Nomad show? Yeah, well... The one... I didn't do anything in November. Did I? Yeah, didn't you have a cubby bear? Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that one. Wow. I'm, um. <laughs> I, I know more about what's going on because I'm posting it on social media. <laughs> you should be, be, like, my agent or something. I mean, are you hiring? For free. <laughs> um, I think... As the leader of Ox, only I'm capable of, like, handing out internships. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there was the show at the end of October, 
um, in Milwaukee, and then it was oh, it was Friday and Saturday, and then Sunday was the Nomads um, thing. Uh, it, it's not really it wasn't really a show, but it was like a, a, an event. But you were showcased alongside what, like some music, and then like a short play or something like that. Yeah, that was really really. Do cool. you know much about Nomads? What their whole deal is? I'm still learning about them. They because they they don't. I think I don't know if they have one now, like a actual set space, but before they didn't. So where they had this like show. Um, oh, did they like travel like like so far? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that was really cool. So I just like had all my stuff set up, and people like came up to it and talked to me a little bit. And then there was a musician that played, and then. There was a little break, and then people talked to me for a little bit, and then there was... <laughs> you really like the part where music was being played. Yeah. And then the play happened, and that was cool. Why do you dislike talking to people so much? I don't dis- I don't dislike talking to people. I'm just very... Um, like, Why are you so shy? I'm just shy. It's just what I, how I am. I don't know. Your whole life. I'm not shy at work, though. Because like, you I have can... to be the boss. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, but I'm t- I'm totally fine. Like I'm just it's like a switch at work. I can talk to anybody that walks in the door, and give them a hug. Like does that come up a lot? Having to hug people who walk in the door? Well, is not part? immediately. Like I just <laughs> come in the door and I just land, you know, a big old hug on them. A big old hug. A big old hug. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like I I, I don't know. It's, it's it's I'm getting better at it. At talking with people um the problem that i have besides like being shy is just like the long gaps of silence and then me <laughs> trying to figure out what to say and i like what do you often say i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> you black out and just black realize, out. i guess i'm guess i've been talking <laughs> um so what your your style of art is you sort of you riff off of like pop culture horror pop cultural like gothic kind of just darker the darker side of mm-hmm. of pop media yeah how did you decide that was your thing um why are you so dark inside <laughs> um i don't know where all of that came from i mean i love horror obviously and stuff i think i tried so i tried really hard to make things pretty and then never came out looking not like pretty but like um more light-hearted things or something i don't know like i, I mean not like i i wasn't painting like flowers and shit like <laughs> But like such an immediate <laughs> disdain for like nature. I try to paint things that were um you know, people could hang in their kitchen or something. <laughs> Didn't work out. Everything is just a and then I don't know. I don't know where it came from, really. I mean, besides me just liking um horror stuff. Well what have you been working on now now that you've been traveling and doing more of these shows what are the new pieces that you've really been focusing on or what's what are some of the more exciting ones the one that, the ones that you've been really happy about um <clears throat> i mean i started painting on like 
black canvas, which is cool. I did like a big Evil Dead piece, which was a lot of fun and definitely different. Um, and I, a lot of the work that I just finished up for like my previous shows were all watercolor. Um, and now I'm like kind of diving back into painting with acrylic stuff. But I used to cross stitch a lot like for fun. And now that I have a show, um, you have a Christmas show. I have a holiday show. <laughs> uh, yeah, this Sunday. Um, oh, right. <laughs> yeah. So anybody listening to this now, which is tomorrow, because today is Wednesday? One today of us has is to Wednesday. know. Yes, it is. Okay. So this Sunday, where are people going? Uh, Metropolitan Brewery. Um and it's gonna be super cool. It's like a whole holiday craft show. I'm very excited. Um, you love Christmas. Oh, I love Christmas. It's the best. It's just the whole season, like the whole Christmas, the Christmas season starts like once the music comes on. Well, like October the, 16th? No, it's like Oh, when November the music comes on. Second? 7th. 7th? Or 4th, something like that is when the 93.9 puts mm -hmm. it on and then it's on like you call into that show sometimes don't you every day <laughs> you call in every day yeah. not on the weekend but just like when i'm at work <laughs> when was the last time you won something oh it's been a while um i don't remember um i maybe god i don't know i don't know I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember, but I, I like won like a lot of cool stuff, um, like tickets to, to Diana Ross and like share, um, and like some of them I gave out like as gifts and stuff. Well, what do you have planned? What's going to be on display for this show on Sunday now? Um, it's going to be, <clears throat> was that the 8th? That is the December 8th. Yeah. Is it? Is Sunday? I think I think it's the eighth. Okay. Yeah it is. Yes it is. Good. Um and yeah, so it's gonna be I'm gonna have a lot of like my previous work that I had and then there's a couple new pieces um on canvas and then I started painting on coffee mugs. Um which is interesting. I don't know how I feel about them. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about them. They're not finished yet. Um, Are they usable? Oh, yeah. And washable? Oh, well, yeah. By hand only? Or can you put them into the dishwasher? You should be able to put them in the dishwasher. Okay. Um, Do you use dishwasher safe paint? Well, no. So you can use like acrylic paint on mugs and then you bake it. And then Where do you there's bake also this? In the oven. Oh. Put them in the oven. Um, and then, like, there's, like, a Mod Podge you can put over it, like... It's a what? Mod Podge. Mod, Mod, Mod Podge? Mod, Mod Podge. Whatever it's called. Mod Podge. Whatever. It's like a sealant thing. <sighs> I, you know more than me. I, I shouldn't be questioning this. Yeah, I shouldn't be. You're very frustrated <laughs> with me right now. That's <laughs> no. either because you're frustrated or hungover. <laughs> I'm so hungover. <laughs> So you had all the wine last night. I had all the wine and all the rum um, <laughs> last night. 
But yeah, this Sunday. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna have that. I, I don't know. I'll just I. Do you have ornaments? Are you doing I, ornaments? I wanted to do ornaments, but I haven't done it. But I might. There's still time. A few days. We have a yeah. couple days. I can crank some things up. Do you have to bake those too? I don't think I will need to bake them. That would for why? Why would you? You don't know. You just. Um, I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna see how I feel about the mugs. And I'm doing a few, I'm trying to do five um, cross-stitch things. Okay, so what are these cross-stitch things that you've got going on right now? Um, they're like related to, I'm doing one that's like a Wizard of Oz one. And then I'm trying to do a Freddy Krueger one. It's really cool. And then, um, I don't remember what the other ones are going to be, but I got a different size hoops. So I was very excited. You got a different size what? Hoops. Hoops. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, so another thing that you've been working on now outside of the art is during the middle of the summer, I sent you a message saying, if you could do a podcast, what would you do a podcast about? And obviously, after our conversation last time, you said you wanted to do a show about ghosts. Mm-hmm. And you're a big ghost believer. I am. Okay. <laughs> a ghost believer. <laughs> well, how would you, okay, fine. How would you? That's fine. Okay. What did you call me earlier? It was like. Oh, the Ghostmaster General? That was in the social post I did today. Why? <laughs> like Postmaster General. The guy that's in charge of all the mail. Did you not know? <laughs> is, is that now just clicking for you? <laughs> you just yeah. thought I was an idiot? I was just like reading it like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so where did the overall idea come from for what eventually became ghost stories because when we first started talking about it I think it was just kind of like a loose idea or did you already know immediately what the show was going to be like I had no idea no <laughs> so at what point did you realize I have to come up with something because he might ask again was it when we were talking during the raw artist show because that was like the that was the last time we talked about it before production really how did that conversation go like i asked you have you thought any more about that podcast (laughs) (laughs) that we had talked about (laughs) and then you were like yeah and that's all i said you had some ideas but we didn't the first episode dropped in uh, like october like mid-october i think it was october 16th or something like that so it was like a month and a half where you had to come up with the show is this ringing any bells a little bit yeah (laughs) um gosh i don't know when it like clicked to do the whole like investigation thing either like well originally when i had asked you did what did you think you would do and did i say like i'm gonna go i don't remember ghosts (laughs) I don't know because I I can't remember and I I I don't know if it, in my head I was thinking 
going to places and doing the whole like ghost hunting thing or talking with people about their personal ghost stories. I don't remember. Well, you've what... mostly been doing actual going to places and getting, you know, EVPs and bringing you, you bought some equipment now. And only recently, as of actually the episode that will drop alongside this one, will be your first like sitting down and just talking to someone about their own personal experiences. And that's with Jake Fisher from Wake and Jake. Hi, Jake. It'll be. <laughs> Hi, Jake. Um, it'll be our first, uh, I think, pod crossover thing since <clears throat> since Ox became Ox. One of the first time I think where we've had like different people from the network on each other's shows or something like that. Mm. Uh, nope, not not true. I was just on the Underbelly Hours earlier this week. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> I have to take that back immediately. Yeah. And I am the reason for it. <laughs> um. <laughs> So how long then do you think after we had talked about it more in September did you finalize more of the ideas? Because I we tossed some ideas back and forth together, but obviously I wasn't going to tell you how your show was going to go. Right. I mean, it was probably like the beginning of October or something. <laughs> so a couple weeks before the first episode was going to drop. Yeah. Um... I don't remember, like, a day or moment or anything like that. Yeah, give me the time. <laughs> um, but I, I remember um, really wanting to go to Bachelor's Grove Cemetery and just checking that place out. Why was that your first place you wanted to check out? Um, I had been there before, and... Like, I had been there before, like, at, like, one in the morning um, with a bunch of people. And it, I remember, like, being very scared being there and, like, it feeling very strange. And then I went there again um, at some point during the day um, a long time after and, like not feeling that way at all and uh I don't know I just it, that place always I've been I, I've just like always been curious about that place um because of obviously it being a cemetery but like things happening there and this stuff like when I first went there like seeing like uh horse tracks that came out of nowhere and stuff like that was I don't know it was it was I don't know. Is that the only place that you had been to previously from the place? Because you... This is episode, what, eight or nine that you're dropping? Eight. Eight. Mm -hmm. So are you almost done with your season, or are you just going to keep going? I don't know. <laughs> I should probably know that by now, right? Um, Maybe. I think I'm going to do a couple more episodes and then okay so stop at 10 yeah okay yeah <laughs> maybe i don't know um there's a couple more places i want to go though so um, more places you want to go it's though, hard so. <laughs> it's hard to it's been but the way my schedule is too it's like it's like a lot of fun like doing like it's been so much fun doing this but it's also like having 
to go somewhere and then record stuff and then listen back to stuff and then sending it to Isabella like in this very <laughs> small time frame is very difficult. Well, yeah, because there's been a couple times where I've had to take over editing myself because the recording isn't done until like the day of or something like that because you are one of the busiest people I know. Yeah. Unfortunately, so is Isabella. <laughs> I know. I'm so bad when I'm sending her stuff late. And I'm like, oh my god, what? Like, I gotta figure this out. There's gotta be a better way. You ever feel like a bad person? No. <laughs> do you think I'm a bad person for sending stuff later? I bet you do. You you probably like tell her like. <laughs> She's a bad person. This is the. I'm sorry. Kinda, I'm sorry you have to deal with her. I'll keep paying you, but just just so you know, she's she's not great. This was a mistake. <laughs> so, I, like, my initial question was: uh, Is bachelor's Beth? Hang on. Bachelor's. Uh, hang on a second. I've got gum in my mouth. Is Bachelor's Grove the only place that you've been to prior to? doing the show or because you've also been to what Robinson Woods Death Alley a couple other places Cuba Road yeah uh, that Bachelor's Grove is the only place that I've, I've been to previously so this is all new it's all you. new yeah okay so how has the show changed over time for you because I know finding a format has been something that you've has been a big question for you because it's kind of it's been evolving and changing pretty much like episode by episode yeah i'm still trying to figure it out um sort of like it's yeah you t go ahead and take a sip of that water <laughs> thanks <laughs> instead of blowing into the plastic <laughs> bottle and whistling <laughs> thank you for giving me permission to drink my water <laughs> i mean i feel like you just would have been blowing on it like a flute for a while um i'm still kind of figuring out how the format should be in a way like i do i you know this is like i have no experience with this kind of stuff like so it's me figuring out like as I go along and figuring out things that work in certain episodes that don't others and um putting myself in the place of like the listener like you know and do like you know it's <clears throat> it's hard to for me to think about like okay you know because I listen to podcasts in the morning on the way, on the way to work and is, is this something that I want to hear like trying to listen for things you know and um, like with the field stuff that I do. Um, what have you found so far or what have you been the most excited about finding? Like on the... Yeah, the field recordings. Um, the... I mean, Bachelor's Grove is still like, it was really fun. <laughs> Just because of the EVP stuff that we got there. But... Um, Remind me. The... Um, the man's voice that we caught on there when I was asking about one of the graves, like the names on the grave, and something responded twice, and that was cool. Um, but also, and I completely, I keep forgetting, like, the whole, so there was, that was the Rip It one, where the guy said Rip It twice, 
which is super cool. But I keep forgetting that there was that weird thing that sounded like a w- old woman saying bitch with a hat. There. And you're a famous hat wearer. I am. I'm not wearing Except one Except for right now. You've got a, now. Now you've put your hood on. Yes. And now I can't see you. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was creepy. Um, <clears throat> but I think, um, hmm. At Graceland Cemetery, the, unfortunately, we don't have the audio for this. The exciting when, side. I know. When we were by, like, the eternal silence, uh, like, a uh, monument. Is that, like, the real creepy one that I think I used for, like, the social promotion? Yeah, it's, like, the big, big, tall dude. Like, it looks like a, he's, like, in monk, like, a monk robe in a way. And, um, that was cool because when we were, when me and Nicole were there and, um, there were there was like coins and like candy and weird stuff at the bottom of the monument and like we were talking and then the EMF reader like would go off every time she went to touch things and then when I I, I she stopped and then I was just like do you are you upset that we're touching your things and it would it went off like it was like on cue and I don't have any of that. <laughs> um, that was pretty cool. It was weird. Um, but yeah, that kind of stuff. And, and then, <clears throat> I mean, even later on uh, in that episode, you're looking at me weird. No, you just got so excited all of a sudden. Um, when we were walking and then... It's just weird to see like the burst of energy come through it's, from you. It's, it's been a rough day. It's like all coming out now. <laughs> the little bit that I have um when we were walking and like the she was talking about like going to the dentist or whatever and um what happened oh the the like, EMF reviews are going off and um that was kind of like on cue also and we were trying to like we were just throwing names out there and trying to figure things out and stuff and um it was really cool. And then I went and looked up when, uh, I looked up that spot that we were standing by, there was like a famous dentist person. Dentist person? A famous dentist there, right where we were. And I was like, Hey, how do you become a famous dentist? Um, you, you do things that, um, move the, uh, I don't know, the world of dentistry forward? I don't know. <laughs> there's gotta be... I, there's gotta that be. was unfair. You know you know about, like, how you become a famous mortician or famous, like, funeral home director, but, I mean, like, to direct dentistry, it's a whole other field. It is. <laughs> how do you become a famous mortician? I don't know, because that's not something I've ever heard is there oh like, so it just doesn't happen i mean are there maybe, awards there's like somewhat normal um <laughs> <laughs> there's like it, it, with every company or whatever you work for i'm sure they give out rewards ours does like to <clears throat> directors who do like outstanding work um and that's all like peer base so it's people submitting things about okay so there's no like oscars for like the funeral there should be 
would the that award would be, be called? Oh man, there should be like this should this is really cool. There I'm thinking about this right now. <laughs> like if it's gonna happen. <laughs> like there should be awards for um this is very morbid, but like for people <laughs> for directors who like put people back together like do a really good job of that because um, you told me sometimes people don't come in fully formed right there's a very unfortunate cases that happen and um the people that i work with some of them are just so f amazingly skilled um amazingly skilled it's fine it sounds weird um and they just, I mean, they make things out of nothing. Like someone made a nose the other day. It was, <laughs> it was the coolest thing. It was so cool. Um, yeah, because, yeah, I don't know. But there should be awards for like best makeup or best, um, I don't know what you would call that, like tra transformations. <laughs> You don't have to come up with the whole ceremony. That'd right be really now. cool. Okay. So on the episode that I went out with you, because it was me and you and Nino, we went to the Congress Hotel. Mm -hmm. um, because I ended up, I was there for, I was there for the interview afterwards, and then there for the bulk of what Nino was doing with the dowsing rods, mm -hmm. and um, I, I was busy capturing it all on video and just realized are we going to put that video out at some point or <laughs> we have a youtube channel now so yes you do well i don't know what you i don't know what you got like i don't know how I had much... like a 45 minutes of my oh. phone told me you're running out of space oh i didn't know that mm -hmm. i thought there you got like little no i have the bulk of everything that was oh. done on video so why haven't we put that out i don't need you this isn't on me Oh, kind of. You're the one that recorded it. <laughs> yeah, we have to. That was so, that was cool. I was I, thinking, like, am I going to catch a shadow in the background that's all of a sudden going to move? But I don't think I did. I haven't, re I haven't looked through the whole video yet. But did you catch anything on that recording? Um, <clears throat> there were two, like, EVPs there that... What were they? Um, she was talking, there was one point she was talking about the mirrors that are at the Congress and then like how there are some like hallways and things where mirrors are facing each other. And that's kind of like a portal to like hell or something. I can't, I can't remember what she was saying, but something like that. But she was, <laughs> you know, it was like, so funny because she was just having conversation and it was awesome um but she was talking about that and then she said you know like look you know question mark you know and then something says um yeah i know like right after that it sounded like a guy's voice saying like, yeah i know and then there's um another part where She's talking about, she was asking if whoever was there worked um, 
like, I don't know if he was talking about them working as a prostitute or whatever. Um, and she asked, like, did you work on Rush, Rush Street or something? And there's like a woman's voice that says out. Just says out. Like, right after. So. But those are the only ones that I got, unfortunately. But I mean, as you would be able to see on the video, those dowsing rods were going nuts. I mean, do you think that was maybe some of it down to user error or? I was, I mean, I was like watching how she was holding them and they were. Because they seem to be behaving in ways that they're not supposed to. Like there was sometimes where they were just hugging her. Yeah, that was very creepy. So what do you think that is? I don't know. I I can't tell. But also it was weird because we did like two long dowsing rod session things and it felt like the first one was completely different than the second one. How so? Like the movements of the rods, I guess. The, I feel like the first one was active and just like crossing them and, 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 moving them kind of like the normal way in the second conversation that she was having with whatever the rods were doing that hugging thing and then one was moving and not the other one and I don't know what that means but it was just like different it was different movement so do you feel like now that you're doing this are you mostly just an observer or does it do you think at some point maybe like your second season you're gonna go into more exploring okay why do these things happen why do these things happen what could it mean when something like that happens i would like to that yeah i would because well also with dowsing rods um i kind of was reading a lot about them recently um and there's like this whole theory where you tap into like your subconscious and you're actually moving them yourself with well, your mean, mind. Though. That's the whole thing with like, the Ouija board. Because originally right. I think I told you the Ouija board was not meant, when that was invented, it was not meant to contact the dead. The original purpose of the Ouija board was you're spelling out with your group or whatever, like your subconscious or your inner thoughts or something like that. Like that was when that, when that first came out, that was its original purpose. That's weird though. But like, but what was, what's the purpose? I don't know. I'm just, I just have information. I just, I don't know. (laughs) Are you sure that you read that from like a credible source? Yeah, it was from a credible source. (laughs) <laughs> no, you're right. Uh, Parker Brothers Parker Brothers has definitely invented uh, a legitimate way to contact the dead. I have a glow-in-the-dark Ouija board at home. Why didn't you bring it? Because no. Like, I... Well, one, I... You're annoyed that I'm kind of a skeptic. No, not at all. I'm just... I think that... That kind of thing, I feel it can bring out bad things and I feel that Nino would not have wanted me to have that there either. No, because she as we both discovered that evening is very in tune with the dead. Yes. And is very reverent to all of that and uh, does not take kindly to my jokes on occasion about certain things. Um, And so 
Yeah, she she apparently has a deep interest in the occult and was telling you how the pendulum worked <laughs> and <laughs> she left some gummy bears and water as an offering for I believe it was a suspected child mm-hmm. in your in your room. Yeah. <laughs> when you woke up in the morning, were the gummy bears still there? They were there. Maybe they don't like gummy bears. Maybe they just licked them and left them there. What did you do with the gummy bears? I left them there. <laughs> you know what? That's great. If if only just to make Nino happy. <laughs> I didn't want to touch them at all. I was like, not. Probably <laughs> confused the shit out of the cleaning staff. Yeah, I'm thinking about that now. <laughs> just like, wasn't there like <laughs> two, probably two seen cups worse. of water and, and gummy bears or something? Yeah. So. <laughs> Where do you think ghosts come from? Why do you think they exist? Um, I... I think they exist because when we die, we don't really... Like, we're not really gone. And, um... I think there are, like pieces of us that stay in certain places that we've been or certain places that we have um connections to so i mean that's why there's such well such thing as this you know haunted houses and you know i don't know um i think that yeah i think that when we that when we pass on um our spirit, we have like a spirit, you know, and that's what that is. Where do you think, the day that you pass, where do you think you're probably going to end up haunting? <laughs> I don't know, probably my favorite restaurant or something. Which is? I don't know. I actually don't know. I have like a lot of favorite restaurants. It's going to be, like, all of them. Like, yeah. a certain on Thursday night is Ashley night. Yeah. <laughs> um, Real hungover ghost. <laughs> I'll be, like, a, a poltergeist, basically. Just, like, really upset and throwing things around and making Is that noise. what a poltergeist is? A ghost that a noisy, died hungover? Like a... <laughs> Not a ghost that died hungover, but a person. <laughs> it could be. That's why they make so much noise and everything. They're just, like, upset. It's good to finally have a reason. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where... I, I would... I wouldn't haunt... If I... I don't even know if I have... You have the choice, you know? Like, I don't know. Um, but... I would reside in some very pretty field of flowers or something where it rained a lot I don't know that would be pretty cool where do you hope to be in a year with your art and the show um with my art I I hope in in a year's time I have like well that I'm continuing to keep this like momentum going and continuing to work on art and have um, like my own show, you know, like in a, 
in a gallery or something. Just like all my work and like an event that's just, <laughs> just my stuff. <laughs> you know. Um, Smashley Art House. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I like that. Did I just name it? You name a lot of things. Um. What you mean, like the title of your podcast? <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I would like to have, I would like to have enough work and work that's, um, I don't know, um, in a show that's just like a show with just my work and, um, I'm still wanting to do a mural, <laughs> so <laughs> I need to have like a mural or five done in like a year from now and i want i wanted to like unveil it like i want a giant curtain thing and just like to pull it off and just like here <laughs> everyone <laughs> here's my mural <laughs> I don't <know>. here's my mural <laughs> yeah that's important to me for some reason i don't even know why like i I think I know why. Like, it's, it's having, like, your work on, a, like, a, a big wall outside. Like, that's, that's cool. Like, so many people see it, you know? It's just neat. It's a cool thing. Do you hope to expand what the focus of your art is? Or do you want to keep working along the same themes? Um, I want to do... The, the theme's sort of the same. Like, I still want... I still want everything to be <clears throat> or the way I, I like it dark and <laughs> creepy and stuff but um <laughs> is that how you take your coffee <laughs> yeah <laughs> take my coffee like i take my heart dark and creepy dark and creepy coffee <laughs> that's your coffee shop that's my cop man see it's a You're coffee opening so many businesses for it's me. a coffee shop slash art house Ooh. see and all the walls are, are, black. are your murals. Oh. <laughs> I mean, my God, do I have to do all the work for you? I mean, where's the progress? <laughs> um, but yeah, that. You put and... your hand forward like you were going to launch energy out of your body. <laughs> I have no energy. <laughs> um, if you then, just want to take a nap and I can just ask myself some questions you just give me a really sad head nod uh, <laughs> um, as far as the show I want to I know where I want the show to go I want to um, travel farther so like I want to travel in general over the next year, just like, you know, all over the country or wherever, and just make it a thing wherever I'm going to bring all my ghost hunting stuff with me. Are you still in the midst of building your spirit box, your ghost box, whatever that is? Yeah, you know, I, I think I'm just going to have to... I don't want to, like, buy one, but I might have to. <laughs> Oh, I thought you bought yourself I, an... I got a radio, and I can't open it. Like... What do you mean you can't open it? I'm having the hardest... I tried, like, six different screwdrivers to open this radio. Let's go to your place now. We'll just break it open. <laughs> I thought about, like, busting it open, but then... I don't know. 
I'll probably do that tonight. Just like. And you send me a picture of your broken radio. <laughs> it's all over my living room floor. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I really want the show. I want the show to go um, that route where I'm going, you know, places not only in Illinois, but all over and um, talking with more people. Like, it was really fun to talk to Jake about his experiences and stuff. And um, a lot of people have their own, like, ghost stories or, you know, their own experiences. And people have been actually messaging me about, like, wanting to talk about what they've gone through. Or, you know, so it would be cool to... What do you think your season finale is going to be? Um, that's a good question. I might just do the whole episode talking about my experiences and who, who was it you or was it Nino that kind of talked about that? That was me. That was you? Oh. I mean, it might have been both of us. Why did you sound upset when you realized it was me and not a... <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> You have too many ideas that are good. Just quit. <laughs> Stop it already. <laughs> um, this is accidentally an apt question for today specifically. Where do you find the the inspiration on days when you feel exhausted or unhappy? Usually when I'm exhausted or unhappy, I watch movies a lot. Um, I, I mean, or listen to music, but mostly I watch film, films. Um, and that can kind of give me ideas to work on things. Maybe not that day, you know, but... I feel like watching movies and, you know, probably horror movies, uh, more so than anything, um, it <laughs> puts me in a better mood and, <laughs> um, that kind of like, definitely, I definitely think that that inspires me to do, do things. What do you think most people misunderstand about you? I think that people think I am a lot more put together than I am, a lot, like, and happy all the time. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like people, but like, <clears throat> I feel people think that because a lot of people reach out to me to, um, like when they're going through stuff to kind of get like, a laugh or like a positive thing, you know, or advice, you know, um, and they, they, you know, there's some people in particular that are just kind of like have it in their head that like, I, um, I don't know that I don't have like bad days or something that I'm always happy and I can always like, <clears throat> give them 
like sprinkle some of that on them or something. <laughs> um, Why do you say you're not as put together as most people would assume? I don't know. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm really like positive and upbeat person, but there are like so many days where, you know, I deal with anxiety and um, stress and, um, you know, there are moments in like throughout the day where when it, it, everything is just quiet and that can sometimes, you know, put me in a bad place, I guess. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like a mess sometimes, you know. What is one question you've always wanted to be asked, but you've never been asked? If I say the question, do I have to answer it? Maybe. Um, I think, I guess this is just one. No one's ever asked me, uh, and I guess it's a weird question. Um, no one's ever asked me how, like, how is the relationship I have with myself? What is the relationship you have with yourself? <laughs> Why do I have to answer that? <laughs> um, I think the the relationship I have with myself has changed over the years and is getting so much better like as time goes on um I think I'll leave it like that so now is the time for plugs you've got that show coming up on December 8th yes. at Metropolitan Brewing mm -hmm. what time does that start? that's from 12 to 5 and there's going to be 33 crafters artists people there it's gonna be awesome um is there like a ticket price no it's free you just go get some beer <laughs> get some food get some holiday gifts from ashley smashley art yeah <laughs> only me <laughs> get one of those mugs <laughs> i hope those mugs work out Oh my gosh. That could be disastrous. <laughs> and then your show, Ghost Stories, is on this network every mm -hmm. Thursday. You've only got, well, after this week, what, two more episodes left? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, every Thursday. Um, yeah. You've got social pages on Facebook, Instagram. I believe they're both Ghost Stories Show is the at handle. Yes. Ashley Grant, thank you for being on Ox Populi. Thank you for having me. This has been a production of Ox Audio. For more information on Ox and the Ox Audio Podcast Network, visit us online at oxchicago.com.